0: So today I'm happily joined by uh, Tanya, um, who is a returning, I should say, conversational guest Um, uh, luckily, I didn't have to twist her arm too hard to come back. Um, Happily, uh, having uh, spoken with you a couple of times, you you suggested you were quite pleased uh, with our previous efforts. So Tanya is a a specialist in a number of areas, um, in some ways, um, foreign policy, in other ways, um, the interactions between human beings. Um, But today we are going to address one of Tanya's more, shall we say, uh, openly intriguing specialities, uh, which is essentially the um, sensuality um, of uh, human interaction. So, um, Tanya, um, welcome back.
1: Thank you so much for this charming introduction, Zach. Thanks for having me again. And again, yeah. and again.
0: Uh, absolutely, yes indeed. Um yeah, the the pleasure would be the yeah, your your continuous return. Um and yeah, I mean, when we spoke about how to organize this, I, I suggested to you that you, you're more than welcome to come every month because you also, um, among the activities of your group, perhaps you would also like to go into, again, a bit of the background behind um, uh, the group and your, your general sort of activities and plans before we sort of venture into the topics itself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, you you also have like a, a monthly type, um, is it a blog um, um, you know, com- communication, because it's important for you to maintain contact with uh, the people in your group. Um, would you like to elaborate a bit more on, on, on those activities and plans?
1: Yeah, I would be delighted to do so. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the Central Talk, which I'm organizing since more than one and a half years now, is uh, is a monthly event. I thought monthly is, uh, is a good choice, good timing. And due to uh, the pandemic, obviously, I wasn't able to organize it anymore uh, with many people. And uh, indeed, as I wanted to stay in touch with uh, the ladies, I started last year in April to send out uh, a newsletter. It's not a blog, it's a newsletter um, uh, where I'm sharing Interesting articles, um, podcasts, TED talks, books, magazines, links, what whatsoever comes across my eyes and my mind, um, whatever I find interesting to share, and that's what I'm sending out to to the ladies. So indeed, to stay in touch with them, and so we also have some interaction. It's more bilaterally. So, for example, there's a lady who likes what I've sent out. She says, I did that or I read that or I went to this shop. So that's amazing. Whatever. Yeah. So that is what uh, what I did. And then last year in summer, when we were able to uh, meet up again, I organized uh, uh, the central talks um, again and then in last year in winter, yeah, I had to turn back uh, to the to the newsletter. Yeah.
0: OK, so there is, uh, you know, continued interaction between you. It's, it's, it's a two way um, communication, even under these difficult circumstances.
1: It is a two way communication, but I have to be uh, honest, like it's 80 percent I'm communicating I'm sharing things if it comes to the newsletter and then uh, there are reaction up on that. And now what I like very much and where I'm also very thankful to all the Central Talk ladies is that now slowly um, I'm getting also um, like bits and pieces and interesting uh, inputs from uh, the ladies. Like, Tanya, I read this book. Wouldn't you want to share this with the ladies? Or I... Think this shop is amazing as well. Or look at this petition I found that should be broadcasted more. And that is really nice. And I actually hope for more, for more action.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I mean, you do have plans to obviously grow The group. Um, Are there any particular ambitions that you have, Um, or or is it very much an organic plan that you wish to let it grow naturally and see where your fancies take you? Essentially,
1: it's actually a bit of both, Zach. Because I, I have ideas. I would like to reach out to as many uh, women as possible. That was where I started. Um, Now I would actually include everybody who is interested. Um, For example, I started with essential talk as a ladies' talk. So so far there has uh, no male participant. Uh, been with one of the talks and um, what I could envisage, what I envisage for the future is actually that we could also include guys like you are now one of the first (laughs) 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 male uh, members who is getting the newsletter. Lucky you. And, um, And I could also imagine for example to change the censure talk, to have Sensual talks only for ladies sensual talks only for uh, men sensual talks for um, for like for mixed groups you know so this is something i could uh, i found also really interesting uh, and this is nothing i had in mind at the beginning this came naturally Because I had talks to many male friends of mine and they were like, well, this is interesting. This is interesting. I would like to know more about that. I would like to uh, go deeper on this issue. So that's actually quite nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from our discussions that we had the other day, which... You know, today we won't cover, um, but there were yeah. many elements which you discussed, obviously from uh, the perspective of being the woman that you are, um, and, and, and fascinating insight for me, being the man that I am. Um, you know, and, and I can only imagine that the you know, there would be also an interest in having these these mixed groups um, where you know sort of both sides come together and learn about the other. Um, yeah. I, I can only imagine that would be, you know, potentially a, a wonderful experience.
1: Yes, and as I said um, also last time, it's because I was mentioning now only male and female. This, this is. Um, so it, I'm. It, it's open. I would like to open it up for everybody who is interested. Uh, uh. I don't. I'm. The gender is not the the important uh, or the selection criteria, there is no selection criteria as long as you are a person, a human being who is interested in talking about these issues of uh, femininity, masculinity, uh, sensuality, sexuality, etc., then you're most welcome to give your input or to just participate and listen. You know. And um, and a, a second thing uh, which I also mentioned last time already, but which is also if if I could like um, I am I w- I just wanted to say if I would be in the driver's seat I am actually in the driver's seat. So <laughs> <laughs> what I would love to do, what couldn't happen last year due to the pandemic, is um, I would like to um, go also on a geographic scale a bit broader because so far I've done it only here uh, where I live you know in the surrounding of Frankfurt Um, as I mentioned uh, during our last um, conversation that I plan to do a central talk in summer uh, this year in Berlin I would also love to do one in uh, my hometown but a part of this um, I would also like to do it in other countries. For example, I I have the plan and I hope for the best to visit my family in Italy this summer. So I could also imagine to to do a kind of a pop up central talk, you know, very spontaneously over there, because I'm quite sure that you also have uh, um, smaller and bigger differences uh, if it comes to these delicate topics um, in different countries?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, as we sort of touched on in our private conversation as well, um, when I was in 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 Parma, um, there were these more, uh, as you say, delicate uh, issues arose in you know, conversation uh, with some of my uh, friends at the time. So so therefore, it is particularly relevant, uh, I think, in certain generations. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean younger, because um, some of the people with whom I had the most open conversations were were older than me so um, it's not an age uh, related thing nor indeed a gender uh, specific thing as you say earlier Uh, it's a question of how in tune an individual person is with um, their need for pleasure um, and their need to um, experiment with their own levels of sensuality um, which is intriguing uh, in many ways because we all experience these things differently don't we
1: yeah, we do. Yeah. And mm. I, I am um, with you, ex- especially when it comes to the change of one own perspective uh, over the years. Uh, like when I've been in my 20s, for example, I thought I'm like all open. I don't have any barriers in my mind when it comes to sexuality and sensuality. Little did I know back then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying now in my 40s, you know. So and uh, for me, there is no end of the journey, you know. Like so, I am curious to to um, discover how I'm how I would live my. Uh, Or if how I would how I am going to live my sensuality and sexuality in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s, I would like to talk with uh, ladies and gentlemen in their 80s and also in their 90s. You know, like because we have this in uh, in a society, we have this imagination, like there is a stop at a certain age. uh, There there is like no such thing. Um, as sexuality and sensuality as sexuality and sensuality excuse me Um, but it's not like that it's changing it's different of course it's different than than with when you are a teenager or when you are uh, a grown-up or in your 20s or your 30s so it's changing because you are changing Uh, you are getting your experiences and I mean in general like you are living your life, so you are enriching your experiences and you get to know yourself better and better. And this is something which uh, um, has an impact and an effect on how you would like to be, I don't know, touched, what you would like to allow yourself, uh, what you would like to experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in many ways, also touching on the point that you referred to earlier, the the word that you used earlier, which was uh, delicacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of brings us essentially to the first point that we wanted to cover um, Which is how it would be possible to promote this the the liberation of these thoughts um, in in younger minds um, and um, You know where where it is possible for schools, I guess in some ways to educate them But also the older people so as you said in your 20s perhaps even a bit your your later teens shall we say um, Mm -hmm. Yeah to promote uh, experimentalism in these areas to not be so judgmental because this also you know it also materializes in some ways in bullying you know this girl is mm-hmm. like this this girl is like that and but when a guy does it he's a hero he's a hunter blah 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 you know mm-hmm. how how can we come away from these um, uh, you know sort of prejudices and at the same time um, liberate this um, sense of you know so sort of go out experiment have fun. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, I think, first of all, um, that we are, we constrain ourselves to a certain definition of feminine and masculine. So we have uh, uh, stereotypes when it comes to this words or uh, or definitions. And... um, and I think what is needed is, you already mentioned it, you, you said school, but I would say in general education uh, and openness and to leave the dichotomy behind and um, the heteronormative point of view we, we, we are like carrying with us long enough and to to focus more on the diversity like there is not such a thing like um, every woman every person should be able to define for herself or himself um what feminine means and like i am i'm a woman and for sure i have a very different point of view on what is feminine um then i don't know my neighbor a lot of friends you know because i am me i have my own experiences so to um to allow to be open and not to focus too much on the outside and I know this is like really really easy to say I've been a teenager you've been there too we all have been there and so the the one thing you want as a grown up is to fit in you know you don't like mostly you don't want to stand out you want to fit in specifically when it comes to this issues and um and I think yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, we also carry these scars with us as you grow older. But, um, you know, the whole part of experimentalism is also to to learn our A, our limits. Yeah. So as in, I am sure there are some things which I simply cannot do. Yeah, as in mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not talking about any you know wacky positioning and mm-hmm. so on, but you know mm-hmm. there are some things that I can't feel, I can't experience because that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. But until you push against those borders in, in in a sort of comfortable environment with other people, um, at least with another partner um, who is also willing to experiment, we, we will never know these things. So it's always good to learn about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with failing, you know, in a comfortable situation.
1: Yeah. Yep. But I how, agree with that. And I, I just, um, if I may add, I just had a thought because we had once a discussion and one of the central talks, um, which just came up um, to my mind is um, there was a lady uh, who talked about uh a teenager girl in her premises let's put it that way of 15 16 17 year old te- young lady uh, I, I don't exactly recall the uh, the the age but it's not uh, it's not too, too important and uh, this uh, this um, central talk lady mentioned that for her for example um a blowjob, is something very, very intimate. She she would uh, not do that in a one-night stand. That is something she's holding for um, a more deeper relationship. That's the way she grew up. And she was, yeah, very... Uh, not shocked, but she was really. <laughs> um, you could see that it made her her mind like really working on it and chewing on it um, when she understood from this young girl that in in the class in the school of this um, teenager um, giving a blowjob is um the thing to do like it it's it, uh, it uh, decides um if you are in or out so even if you before having intercourse you know right. it's like a thing one should have done that but
0: like the initiation as an
1: initi- and as an as a ritual as an is- initiation I don't know, I would translate it in, uh, not that we all have been angels back in time, but like, I don't know, the, the first kiss or the, I don't know. And, uh, and it was really, we had a really interesting discussion about, because um, these, this, this blowjob is like, it is what we put on it. Like it, now we are talking about this practice. Yeah. And I hope I'm not offending anybody that I'm like (laughs) going out openly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, um, So I found this really, really interesting. So on the one hand side, you have a woman for her. It's like really important to keep this and who is not willing uh, to share this with whoever comes along. Uh, And then you have on the other hand, uh, uh, the um, the the point of view that this is something you just you yeah you just do it's like no big deal mm. you know
0: I th- I think what's probably interesting is f- f- from my observations because I I don't know either uh, situation but you know I, I don't think there's a right or wrong in either way it's a question of uh, people you know. I mean, sexuality and sensuality, and the activities which are there, you know, sort of born from these two, um, you know, factors. You know, it's an individual thing. It's, uh, you know, people should feel comfortable in any way that they express themselves through these, you know, sensations. And if one is to say that, not, you know, I do not want to perform that act uh, with somebody yeah. I'm not intimate with, that's fine. Of course, that's fine, because you know, no, nobody should be forced uh, through any kind of uh, expectation uh, into doing anything. And on the other hand, if, if somebody you know is um, sort of freely, as it were, uh, experimenting yeah. with this uh, thing, they shouldn't also be um, judged uh, for that. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, you choose, you choose, you just choose a word. I, 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 I like very much, which I also, I had in my mind is like, as long as it, that is, it's not about um, judging because I think we are judging anyway, too much as human beings. And uh, it is about uh, consent, that right word yeah no yes. consent and uh and yeah free will and the thing here is Zach, is in my opinion also i can do something uh, voluntarily and freely and i can believe i'm doing something voluntarily and freely and if we um see for example in the media in advertisements in films um certain ways of behaving certain practices sexual practices then and then sometimes i i what i what i observed is that um people get the idea this is how it has to be, and if you are young and you don't have too much experience, then you get like you that's your orientation. this is what I have to do to be a woman. This is what I have to do to be a man. you know this is the kind of sex. This is the kind of sensuality I have to, and I'm choosing this word on purpose. I have to, um, uh, and now I forgot partake, partake in,
0: yeah. Uh, you have to partake in,
1: no, that's not the word I have to perform, okay. You know, nice mm. the word that I have to perform to be in order to be, you know.
0: I mean, I mean, but in your opinion, because you two words there that you uh, you ref- reference, and I, I think in some ways they are contradictory. So on the one hand, you said voluntarily, but mm-hmm. then on the other hand, the expectations that somebody has to do something, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if you feel peer pressure into performing a certain act, how how true is it for you, in your opinion? Do you think to say that was a voluntary action? If you feel that you had to do it, is yeah, it then it's not voluntary? Very,
1: no, and that is why I'm saying that. That, or um, well, actually, that's what I'm, try- what I'm trying to say is like um, to to dis- the distinction between what is my will and what is what I'm doing because, like, due to pressure, mm. due, due to traditions, due to culture, due to religion, due to the norms. Um, I'm living up to due to the conditioning system I l- I'm living in, the beliefs, all of it, due yeah. to gender-based attributions. Yeah, it's, it's and in fascinating. And in, mm. in this, in this, in um, this, uh, in this example, what I found quite interesting um, was that um, it was really meant as a like. In this uh, this lady who participated in the central talk, giving this uh, sharing this uh, this observation, she had um, it, it, like she she explained that what she understood was like that with amongst this girl, it was really like you said before an in initiation process. It was really like like to become a woman, yeah. This is what you do, so now l- let me be very frank here. What mm. has sucking a dick to do with becoming a woman and And I know this is this is judgmental because it is such a reduction, mm. and this is another thing, like if I talk diversity and this is or if I would like to pr- pr- promote diversity, then and if I say it should be free, then it should be open. There is so much out there to to see and to experience, but this um, constraining. And you don't have this only with with women. You have this also with men. No, no, this this constraints and to 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 liberate one oneself from these ideas and again I know it's easy to talk and it's so much more difficult to live up to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you know, you strike so many notes um, in, in the things that you say. Uh, that, that you know, and, and they each, you know, each individual note requ- requires analysis uh, from a very personal basis. Not for me necessarily to mm-hmm. to analyze any further because what you've said is very clear. Um, But each individual who listens to this and listens to your words, you know, that person should analyze your thoughts um, and what you say. And and they should thereafter give that uh, those uh, sentiments their own valuation from their own perspective for themselves as opposed Mm -hmm. to using it as a means of judging any other person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 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 fascinating, and also because you know recently when when doing uh, a, a workshop on anti-discrimination, you know the, the term judgment, you know came up mm-hmm. quite um, you know importantly. You know why do we judge people? We judge we judge all the time. We judge people we see on the s bahn or the u bahn or the bus. We judge people mm-hmm. we see in the street. You know this person is too big. Why are they eating like that? This person is too thin. Why doesn't this person eat more? Um, you know lots mm-hmm. lots of different things that pass. Mm-hmm through our minds we don't voice them but we think them and these are uncontrolled judgments um yeah you know, how can yeah. we overcome these things you know, it's crazy
1: yeah they are uncontrolled and they're un they're sub- subconscious like um if you want to 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 control it you have to be aware um of what you're thinking and how you have been um uh, how you have been influenced. So uh, even if one wouldn't see a connection, but I would like to bring in the word of mindfulness in here, mm. like knowing, like getting to know yourself better and better, um, and what you need, what you want. Um, and maybe I have. I'm. I'm. I just sense now that um, I would like to. Because yeah, it I set it out quite sharp what I said before. What would have a blowjob to do with being a woman? This is nothing against the blowjob. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But there is there 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 is a part to this story which really made me upset and also angry. Um I'm trying to find um the right the right words because one could uh, of course also um say like like if the girls like it let them do that but the thing I'm questioning is how do they come how do they get the idea mm. you know where where does that come from they are not waking up in the morning and having this idea or they are not sitting together uh, uh uh in the evening chit chatting, and then this comes up. you know what I mean this mm. is influenced by out the outs by the like the outside world and or I maybe think the
0: inside world if they have older siblings, for example, um, or perhaps parents who openly talk about these things too. I don't know
1: yeah could be. As long as, is, as I said, as long as whatever one does is uh, consen- con- consensual, yes. uh, voluntarily and free, that's fine with me. And nobody get hurt. Then everybody should do whatever he or she wants to do. Um, maybe I'm getting here also a bit protective when I think about young girls. <laughs> um Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I Because mean, I,
1: I have to admit, if I talk from if I come from my point of view, I wouldn't know like me, the sixteen year old Tanya wouldn't have had the capacity, the knowledge, the experience, maybe wouldn't even had dared to question this. You know?
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, we also have to realize that, you know, when we grow up as children, we don't really see the wider world. We are, you know, I'm sure children of, you know, from the age of 13 up are very knowledgeable. They understand many, many things, sometimes much more than adults, you know, give them credit Mm. for. Um, But the world essentially breaks down to, you know, the mass that is the community. Now, whether that community is the neighborhood or that community is then the school, um, it's controllable in that it probably covers no more than you know 100 to 200 people, um, and mm-hmm. within those communities there are many different influences and factors. Um, yeah, and and everybody is aware of of, of everybody else, uh, and and it is in within those uh, you know these bubbles, these cliques, these groups. Um, you know that reputations are made, uh, that decisions are made, which perhaps um, you know ref- are further reflected down the line uh, in the way people judge, um, you know, certain kinds of of actions. Um, and you know, I think the point that we're trying to make is that, you know, on the one hand, you know, these young people, boys, girls, um, and any other gender that they, uh, you know, that they consider themselves mm-hmm. to be. Um, should be free uh, in deciding what is right for them. Um, and at the same time, there shouldn't necessarily be a taboo with mm-hmm. regards to openly talking about these issues mm-hmm. if they wish to analyze it mm. before jumping into doing it.
1: Mm. And that is actually something. When we had that talk in one of the former Central Talks, I was actually thinking like I would love so much to talk, to to go to a school and to hear my to for myself, you know, like um, what is like what the the yeah young people are like living, how it is today, um, and to yeah, I mean this is the the <laughs> this is actually the reason why I'm uh organizing the sensual talks to get in touch and to learn and to discover. No, because, of course, the, the minors today are different than um, once upon a time. Um, but I, I also believe in, um, I think if it's an adult, I'm I'm totally fine with adults doing whatever they want as nobody gets harmed but with minors sometimes i think it's it's for me it's difficult um but maybe also because i don't have the contact to that age group yeah and yeah. i mean coming back to one of your very first questions it's not only about talking to different genders it's not only about talking to different nationalities or re- religious backgrounds it's also to talk with uh, with the different age clusters, for example.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And yeah, I mean, this also brings into, you know, sort of sharp focus, uh, the the, the sort of second part that we wanted to talk about, which is essentially the the promotion of freedom on a social scale. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because, you know, we're talking about age clusters. And so therefore, you know, some experiences we take with us into later life, whether they were good or bad, you know, we'd hope that they were more positive, but you know these things happen as well. Negative experiences also help to mm. shape our uh, morality, as it were, growing older. Um, but as we emerge from these school groups uh, and we sort of you know become more involved into the, the, the wider community, so therefore the beliefs of society as a whole you know start to sort of you know germinate in our minds. Um, you know, how, how do you think it's possible to Promote this the freedom of Sensuality on a social level because social media is so hateful Judgmental Aggressive Um, It's hard. Is it not to you know cultivate? um, a, A more open society in these areas, isn't it?
1: Yeah yeah, this is a question I'm asking myself also um, quite a lot, because um, there are so many bits and pieces to it. Um, um,
0: I mean, I, I don't want to throw you mm-hmm. in at the deep end, yeah? I mean, obviously, it's it's not an easy topic, but, um, yeah, I mean, the, how about the way that you're doing it, Your your open discussion method? Uh, Does this help to draw people out? Does it bring a sense of comfort in the topic, for example?
1: Yeah, for example, um, maybe something I mentioned also in the last discussion we had is that sensuality, at least in my point of view, doesn't always pair with sexuality, you know? Mm -hmm. I can, like, for me, sensual, what is sensual? Um, good, Good food is sensual. A massage is sensual dancing is central to me personal sports is central watching and listening to the ocean is central so here again like um to try to to separate sensuality from sexuality and this is why i'm always mentioning it um separately and also to to observe Okay, what is meant to be sensual according to the media, etc. and what is sensual to me? You know, like mm. they, they, like like there are people who like to they to like they get crazy when they get a foot massage, for example, you know, when their foot uh feet are being touched. And that's, like, amazing. Then you have others. They're, like, you don't even watch at my feet. Otherwise, I'll punch you. (laughs) You (laughs) I'll kick you in it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So so, um, this is also, like, a very personal thing. Like, I also like smells. Like, what happens to me quite often is if I walk along the street and somebody passes along, be it woman or man, it doesn't matter really and i like the the smell or the perfume or the mixture of of all then i mostly i stop because it hits me so strong i stop and i just enjoy the the smell the how you say hauch oh um
0: the, the, the fragrance is it
1: is it the fragrance no oh, mm breath no you wouldn't say that um yeah well the fragrance maybe yeah whatever but at least i think i i was able to to make it clear what i meant so um so in others they 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 use other senses you know then to 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 look also at the word you know sensuality is not focused only on sex but it there is a word in it sense senses we have many senses as human beings and it's nice to discover all of them and also in different uh, in different combinations you know like um we use our eyes very often like if you if you are if, you, if one is not blind. You use your eyes. And then if you uh, hide your eyes, um, then you have totally different feeling. Or if you use your ear only, if you focus on your different senses. So this I found quite interesting.
0: Yeah, there's also the, the, the mind's eye, isn't there? This uh, capacity to imagine uh certain things and and in many ways it it is this connection of imagination and sensitivity Mm. uh, which heightens a person's experiences this is why i believe a lot of people say you know know, i will only do certain things with a person i'm intimate with is because the the intimacy of feeling um, Mm. emphasizes the physical uh, experience as well in many cases i imagine
1: yeah if you if you can um, just f- fall into it if you if you are be- the word is flow, mm-hmm. you know, I really think senses can our s- s- senses help us to enter into a stage of a flow, which is which can be amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is also why people want to be, you know, I mean, at the moment, w- with the corona uh, mm. restrictions, you know, people don't have the opportunity of going to concerts or going to nightclubs and dancing that, you know, the sense of being within the crowd. I'm, I'm not a dancer, so I don't have these sensations. But the, I mean, when I used to do this sort of the Armenian circle dance, you know, yeah. and, you know, this, this sense of flowing, as you say, within a group, um, you know, the experience is, is mm. accentuated by the participation of so many other people yep. um, and, and you can see and feel the pleasure uh, you know it sort of permeates the crowd um, connection and it, yeah
1: yeah, exactly and this is this is a certain kind of connection and this is also what our senses allow us to connect yeah, like And this, if it comes to dancing as you choose this example it, 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 the, the, it's great to dance on our own But it's also great and it's a totally different experience, at least from my point of view, if you dance, if you do partner dance or if you do group dance, like you mentioned the Armenian kind of dancing, which I also know from the Balkans. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's, it's always dance, but it's different ways and it will stimulate uh, different facets of a person, which is great. And it gives you different experiences. It's always dance, but if you dance alone in a, in a, amongst a crowd in a, a club, or if you dance with a, a guy or, or a lady, or if you dance with a whole group, it's, it's different. I mean, and there is no, um, like every summer you have a kind of group dance, which is like hitting the, 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 the billboard charts, you know? Yeah. So um, there's a reason why, and I mean, dances—they have been like they are ritual dances. We, we we lost a lot of the dance culture, in my opinion. In my opinion, but yeah, this is definitely also an, a way to connect and to live different sen- uh, senses. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I mean, just a a silly question which comes to mind. But, for example, when people get together and they drink socially, uh, do you believe alcohol sort of dulls the senses? I mean, up to a certain point, of course, or beyond even.
1: Dulls, dulls you mean um, uh, minors them?
0: It yeah it reduces the, reduces the, the, the ab- yeah, your ability to sense what is happening about you or your your body you can't actually feel as well if you are under. I um I'm
1: I'm not too sure. I think um yes, like I think yes, and I, I think no. It, I, I I like with me for example, it's definitely that way. This is why when I dance, I don't drink. Specifically, when I go dancing, like on the social dance where you have partner dance, I don't drink. Um, if I go to a club, then I would have a drink. Uh, but you have also the other thing you have people who um, loosen up in a positive way if they have a drink or two. I'm not talking about getting totally wasted, uh, but mm. you know, so um, I wouldn't, I, me personally, I wouldn't generalize because I, I've seen both. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I'm just wondering how life is going to be once the restrictions are removed, and I, I have a feeling. I mean, I I don't know how um I, you know, other cities act, but I just have a feeling that Berlin's going to be if it's in the summer, it's going to be like a a, a two week. Uh, festival of Stream drinking, break. yeah, it's people are going to be going crazy in the streets. There's going to be, I, I think, a lot of these music clubs are going to just put their speakers outside and have people dance in the squares. Um, I think it's going to be absolute chaos. Um, and I, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, how much uh, laugh making will take place as a result? Because when people are, uh, you know, from my experience, men um, under the influence of alcohol, um, you know, uh, other particular activities become very difficult.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Now you touch different <laughs> topics, <now>. <laughs> <laughs> like like in, in, in what you just said, you like I I could say like okay, do should I say something to this or to this? <laughs> um, so when when we talk post not not well, it's not post COVID, not 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 going to be any post COVID soon. But um, if we talk about the summer, um, I really do hope that we get a bit back of uh, of what you just mentioned like to, to meet and catch up and I don't know of course it can be that people are getting crazy but actually I think everybody would be just so happy um, I can also hear I can imagine that we going to see scenes <laughs> which are incredible and I can imagine to see just um, A lot of happy people. I mean, I went, like, this Sunday was, we had the amazing weather, like 28 degrees, at least here uh, in the region around Frankfurt. And um, um, I went for a walk uh, at the mine, in the Mm. river mine, and uh, it was amazing. It was amazing how many people were out there. And there were all, like like peaceful and together and happy everybody was smiling and they were all the different kind or different kinds of younger older everything and I me me personally I enjoyed that so much I was like oh I'm not alone (laughs) (laughs) a part of uh, my friends (laughs) that's uh, it was great yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean it's this sense of positivity essentially, which I'd uh, yeah, I'd love to bring forward. Um, and you know, if it were possible to bottle that kind of euphoria, um, yeah. you know, it, it would be fantastic. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, hmm. there are you know, every every town has its own character, and I suppose we'll celebrate the easing of restrictions uh, in its own way. Um, I I have one other question for you tanya uh because we are approaching the uh that sort of the ominous hour mark yeah. where everybody the loses their ability one. to focus <laughs> yeah yeah exactly last last orders at the bar yeah um, exactly yeah you you've you've previously commented about your you know the kind of list of things that you have that you really want to do some people refer to that as a bucket list and you've you've told me that you um, you go on tour with your motorbike you're a real sort of biker babe I think was the word that you used yeah Um, yeah. can you tell us a bit about this side of things because this is really it tells a lot of people about the kind of person that you are Um, and it's also inspirational because you you, you know you push boundaries in many ways
1: okay when it comes to the biking is like um i had two dreams i just go a bit back but just quickly like um when i was a teenager i had two big dreams the one was i was amazed and in love with dancing and i have been uh, very much interested in uh, in motorcycles in harley Davidsons, in shoppers Since I've been 14, 15, don't ask me why. I I really, I really, I don't have a clue. I have books. I still have them, which I bought back then. Um, uh, For my 18th birthday, somebody like a friend of mine uh, um, made me a gift and uh, um, a small, um, a small Harley Davidson and a small original Harley Davidson, which you put on the shelf, you know, I still Mm. have it. So, and uh, so I did my my driver license with 18 for the motorcycle, and then I gathered the money um, to buy one. Of course, not a Harley Davidson because that wasn't that was out of reach back then, um, money wise. Um, And there was the uh, Honda Shadow as is a, is a shopper type, which, which back then was on the market, which very much um, goes in the direction when it comes from the outside, um, from the style and in, into this. Yeah. It's a shopper and I loved it. So, and a certain point after I finished high school, I was like, okay, I have the money, which I, which I earned uh, um, doing uh I, I worked in the gastronomy. How, how the hell do you say that? I've oh, lost you worked the word. As,
0: a, as a waitress.
1: As a waitress, as a bartender and as a waitress. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I had the money and I wanted to buy the shopper. I didn't because it was like, okay, or the shopper or I go for six months to Australia and New Zealand. I, I choose the latter because I said mm-hmm. I can buy the, the motorcycle always. And to cut a long story short, I did that a month ago. <laughs> it took me. It took me nearly three decades <laughs> yeah. because I was roaming around so much uh, uh, in different countries, and I had just other things to do. But um, but now I have a, I have a motorcycle. I have my bike. Yes, and I do say because there are a lot of uh, a lot of people that say like, are you now a, a, um, in German? Because I don't, I don't even know if you say that in English. Rocker, uh, rocker, braut Uh, a rocker chick, but I don't, yeah, I don't, there's no, no resonance, it doesn't resonate to me the word, so I say biker babe, yes, I'm a biker babe, for like, from the bottom of my heart, I always been, and now I actually can write, yes, Uh, and uh, um, I, it's not only about writing, I also like to learn how to work on it, and actually, this Sunday, I and I'm glad that you mentioned this topic without us <laughs> agreeing on it. I was uh, I was working on, on my bike. I, I had a, a friend of mine who showed me how to uh, um, tension the um, uh, the chain yeah. of the bike and how to to uh, change the brake brake pads. Yeah, so I did that on my own. I didn't want anybody to do it for me. I want somebody next to me to show me how I do that. So it's my bike, I want to do it. And I want to ride many, many, many kilometers. And actually, one thing um, I've been thinking about doing with a friend of mine was to do a trip to Italy by bike to northern Italy. But again, due to the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. So now the plan is to come to Berlin. Surprise, surprise. Mm. The beginning of July by bike. Yes. Uh, And I do many trips uh, here in this area. Um, But actually, I'm waiting for better weather. Better weather.
0: (laughs) Mm, You know, that sounded quite funny. It was better weather.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm so english native <laughs>
0: yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah i was just waiting for you to put the barbie on and it would have been away yeah no yeah. that's cool
1: yeah.
0: yeah
1: so this is this is yeah this is also a, a part of me i really i re, I really enjoy riding a bike and like i i don't know why um, but I don't have to know why. I, I just know that I resonate a lot with it, and um, uh, luckily I got to know many very interesting, very different kinds of people during the last two years uh, who are also driving uh, bicycles. And I, I mean, I always knew people with bikes because it's just something I I see. When I see a nice bike, I start chit chatting with the owner.
0: Mm, you gravitate a, towards it. Yes, yeah. I gravitate, mm. yes exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's also great that you you say, yeah, I, I don't know why I don't have to know why I, I think that's such an important element to, to, to this story, because, you know, we spend too much time analyzing things, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, it is just what well, don't analyze, just do it, you know, I, I don't want to steal yeah. the advertising from Nike, but essentially, they're right, aren't they? Just do it.
1: Yes. And I can tell you, like, that was like the, the one of the most important act to to free myself was to stop like I'm. I'm an analyst. I use my head a lot and I love, I love it. You know, like working with it and, and putting things together and analyzing and researching and all of this understanding graphs, things until the, the, the last bit. Yeah. But, um, we are not our brains, I'm not my brain the brain my brain is a part of me, but my gut feeling is also a part of me and i I gravitated away from I have to understand everything with my mind more towards if my gut feeling is like that, then it's like that, and I don't have to extra validate it with my brain in the sense of I have to understand on the level of my ratio why it is but this was quite a process for me I have to admit
0: yeah and to be honest it also seems I mean I'm interpreting here and I could be completely correct but it seems as though it's a a part of the process of self-liberation that that perhaps you've been through maybe this was something which also came to you through your embracing of mindfulness Um, but listening to you say these things I I really start to you know develop ideas for (laughs) one of our next uh, upcoming podcasts because um, you know cool yeah just to say the word instinct um yeah. and then you know i think we can talk so much of, of different topics we just stem from you know the the sentiment instinct you know maybe we should sometimes yeah. rely on it more as you say gut feeling. yeah yeah
1: so we have an amazing opener for our third uh, podcast third mindfulness and yeah. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs>
0: So, yes. so, so many so many yeah tanya it's great because i mean there are so many things that we could talk about um mm-hmm. and, and there are also you know other topics which aren't necessarily uh related to the the sensuality and sexuality topics but Absolutely. Um, I, I would always love for that to be a, a little element at least of e- each podcast that we do because it it helps to further enhance this you know moving away from the taboo uh mm-hmm. because it's you know as you mentioned with regards to what you said before about the blowjob, it's that is a a normal act for consenting adults or people of a certain age. There's nothing wrong with the action. There's nothing wrong with talking about it either. Uh, And so normalizing these things will also help people to understand that, you know, these things are not inherently wrong. Um, They should be free to talk about them, uh, you know, and, and free to perform anything that they are comfortable with. Um, and, and I think that's the that's the sort of um, overriding message. I think that perhaps we could, um, you know, uh, release as it were from from this talk. Yes, please. I wanted to yes. give you the last thoughts. So no, please. Yeah, no, I
1: just, I just, no, it's, it just, I'm sorry. I know we are about to conclude, but I just now had came into my mind what I I didn't say before when we were please. talking about that me being so upset. So th- my my question actually at this talk was, why is Giving a blowjob, making a girl a woman, whether um, spoiling from a guy, a guy spoiling, a, a boy spoiling a girl orally, is not making him a man. I'm, I was missing this part of the puzzle. That is,
0: ah, that is okay.
1: important for me to say now, because that that is the reason why I'm up. So why it's not a one-way street you know why
0: it is why it is a one-way street you mean that why why is it that for a woman to perform oral sex it's a part of her becoming a woman and yet for a man to do so is not so uh, yes. pr- prominently so, considered okay
1: exactly so and and this is why i said i would actually like, like you know like it was interesting to hear this because this topic about um oral sex practices wasn't a topic when I was younger we had other topics you know but mm. th- this is this is this is something I would actually like to talk about also with 16 17 year old girls and boys you know like maybe it is like this but I don't know because the example I heard was from the point of view of the girls mm. but I have to admit w- observing and watching the society I don't think that the same counts for the guys, you know so and this is the thing, but well, this is an assumption, but this is something I like if it's if it's like this, so then it should also be the other way around I, or at yeah. least one could could uh, play with the thought, you know coming back to free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I don't see anything, any um, conversation which re- relates to pleasure, um, limiting itself in any way. So as in, you know, if pleasure can be one way, it can be another way. It can be many ways. It should definitely be reciprocal. Um yes. because th- this is the whole point of um yeah you can't have sex you know okay you can have sex on your own but that's not necessarily the the interactive sex that we are referring to Mm. um and you know why would somebody want to monopolize you know orgasm what is the what is the benefit in that if you cannot share that experience then you know we've missed out
1: yep so many topics to oh, still talk oh,
0: about, Tanya. What's going on? I'm running out of paper here. I mean, you know,
1: yeah. let's let's have mercy
0: with, <laughs> yeah, with absolutely. your guests. My with, word!
1: Uh, and uh, and stop stop now. And then we have so many nice topics to talk about during the next
0: podcast. Absolutely, absolutely, Tanya. It remains for me to say thank you very much again. You, yeah, yeah it's just uh, an insightful, um, adventurous conversation. Thank you very, very much.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks for your, for your, for your time and for your nice questions. It was a, uh, it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed the talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye.